Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast Team Hens. Please welcome your host Sean Hens. Hey, what's up everyone and welcome back to the second episode of the podcast Team Hens. I'm your host Sean Hens and today we have our very special guest on the show, Mike Johnson, who is a longtime friend of mine. And I first met Mike as a student volunteer. He was my partner from 2007 to 2010 when I was a participant of the IMPACT program at Oregon State University. And for those who are listening, the IMPACT program, uh, for those who don't know, it's a unique program that offers physical activity opportunities for individuals with disabilities while providing essential experience for students at OSU to learn about working with special populations. Mike, welcome to the show and thank you so much for letting me interview you today. Oh, thanks for having me. Anytime. Now, before we get into anything, I know that it's been a long time since I saw you, like a couple of years. How, how have you been and what have you been up to these days? Um, doing good. I mean, uh, I know I ran into, into you at the Dutch Bros uh, maybe a few years ago and it was great to see you. Um, because we spent four years together at Impact, and um, you know I was with you my entire career at Oregon State as an undergraduate, and then when I did my graduate um, program, I was not with you, but I was still running the program. Um, so when I moved away for a little bit, I moved to Hawaii after Oregon State. Um, you know, I definitely always wondered how you're doing, and. Um, it was great to run into you again. Um, it looks like you're doing great. So anyway, wow. that's, what, that's what I was doing. Um, I mean, I, I moved to Hawaii as a graduate assistant, worked in strength and conditioning, and then um, a position opened up and they asked me to come back to Oregon State. And so I took it and I've been here ever since. This is my eighth year here. That's really cool. And I didn't know you moved to Hawaii. How was that? It was good. Um, um, I don't know how to describe it, but when people go on a vacation, um, you feel like you're always exhausted at the end of it because you got to do everything. But when you live there, um, you know, you can kind of take your time and really enjoy it. And, um, you know, it was it was one of the best experiences of my life. Um, I feel like I'll always be part of the Hawaiian culture. I mean, culturally, it was very um special to me i learned a lot i met some of the you know my best friends i'll ever have in my life um my Hi. wife my wife uh she talks to somebody she met every day probably multiple times a day that they met there so um, we used to go back at least once a year just to visit and you know do hawaiian things um but we had a daughter about a year ago so we haven't been back since um and we bought a new house in albany we were living out in monmouth so um we were looking to get a little closer to corvallis um you know with the drive and you know we bought this new house out um kind of in between albany and corvallis so it's made daycare a lot easier it's about a 10 minute drive to daycare instead of about 45 oh, right God. out there so it's been it's been awesome we love our new house it's got you know a little bit of land so we got cattle and all that kind of stuff here so it's been great and what island um were you on while you were there i was on oahu so i worked oahu. at university of hawaii at manoa um nice. so um 
it was great. Um, I mean, I, I got to go to school a little bit. I didn't finish. I started a second master's while I was there in, oh. edu in education administration in case I wanted to be, you know, an administrator at a high school or, you know, whatever. Um, but I didn't end up finishing it because I got this job offer here at Oregon State. So I already cool. had my master's from Oregon State. Um, in uh, exercise science with the uh, I also did my teaching license as well so I could be a PE teacher that was my original plan yeah elementary cool. PE teacher nice man you're all such a hard work at it that's really impressive thank you um, and so you do a ton of um, physical activity it seems like for like many years um, so my first question to you is um, I went, so I go to Oregon State football games and I saw you on the field. Is that, is that for work or was that for like when you were a student? No, that was for work. So um, when I first got hired, I was with uh, Mike Riley's staff. I don't know if you remember the, that guy, but he was a longtime Beaver head football coach. So um, when I got hired, um, he was the head coach. And during football games, the strength and conditioning coaches, what we did was um, before the game, we're in the locker room and a lot of guys will just stretch them out. And then um, during warmups, we warm them up in groups. So, um, you know, special teams go out, offensive line, defensive line, you know, and so forth. Um, so we just kind of do different um, phases of that warm up. And then during uh, the game, we don't really have a lot of um, responsibility other than to keep the guys off the field. We're just kind of the, the get back guys, as they said. Um, and then during, during halftime, um, I would usually go in about a minute before the halftime. Um, and all we did was kind of be ready for the guys coming in and just give them, um, you know, maybe like a uh, granola bar or just little things, get them hydrated, things like that, because halftime goes by pretty quick when you're yeah. a spectator sometimes it takes forever yeah but when you're a player or a coach down there there's a lot that goes on um so getting down there getting everything ready for them um is good and then after the game they usually get like a subway sandwich or a Qdoba burrito and um we we put all that in their locker but that was a long time ago um now we have a whole nutrition um, staff that does most of that stuff, so we don't need to worry about it. Um, I haven't worked with football since, um, well, I worked with Mike Riley's group, and then after he left, I worked with Gary Anderson's group for one year, and then I haven't worked with football since. Um, things have really evolved. So when I first got started, we only had five strength coaches in the weight room, Yeah. and, and we did everything. So we had five guys that worked with football plus a lot of other teams now we have 11 guys and um, the rules have changed so pretty much every power five school has five guys that only work football and then you have you have your football staff and you have your olympic staff so i'm i'm an olympic staff guy now um, where i work with four different teams at the moment and i really enjoy that i like the um you know the change of different teams i like to work with a lot of different student athletes i think i have 150 some athletes at the moment um so it's awesome to get to learn 
about them because they come from all over the world. Honestly, we have kids from the United States all over the country, New Zealand, Australia, Europe, Canada. Um, so I really enjoy um, getting to know about them as people and their cultures and everything like that. What is like the highlight? Is there, is, there, is there like a certain highlight that you just remember that just stayed with you? Or is like the whole thing just a one big huge highlight? I mean, I can't pick out just one. There's been a lot of good moments. Um, you know, when the ones that kind of stand out where I was probably very emotional, it's when, um, you know, a student athlete that came back from an injury finally, especially in gymnastics, um, injuries happen. If you've ever watched the meet, um, it's amazing. There's not more injuries for what they do. Um, so when, you know, one of those girls comes back from a very significant injury and hits a routine, um, it's just awesome to see. I know I don't look that excited when it happens, but yeah. I really am. Um, the other thing is when um, my first year at Oregon State, after I got hired, I think they went three and nine before I got hired. Um, so things weren't looking good, you know. Yeah. We weren't doing well, and during the whole August football camp, um, things weren't going great. And before you know it, we were six and zero. Oh. And I just remember, like, that was awesome. And our first game was against Wisconsin that season, and we were supposed to lose like thirty-five to three or something like that, and we end up beating them. And Everyone rushed the field, and that was really cool. Um, so, stuff nice. like that that uh, have stand, stood out in my career here. You, you like it seems like you honestly have like a lot of fun doing what you do. It, I do, and I'm very fortunate and very lucky um, to have this job. Um, the relationships I make with the athletes um, is very special to me, and that's what really makes it all worth it. Well, that's really cool. And Mike, I have so many more questions, but I'm going to top it off with this last one. So, of course, you have a lot of success doing what you do. Um, but I was wondering what drives you to have a passion for what you do today? And if you saw someone that was trying to achieve um, something like their goals, whatever it is, what would your message or advice be to them? Um, I mean, what, what really drives me is just... Um, the student athletes as an individual. Um, you know, the golden rule is treat everyone the way you want to be treated, but I feel like the next step is treat everyone like they want to be treated. And to do that, you have to get to know them very well. Um, and that goes a long way when you're coaching. If you just have a blanket policy over things, it doesn't always, you know, hit the people that need to hear it. So by really, creating those relationships and letting them know you care. Um, I think you get the most out of them. Um, but also, you know, as far as their goals, um, they all have different, some, it depends on the sport, but some people want to make it to the NFL or major league baseball and some just want to make the starting lineup. Um, so whatever I can do to, you know, maximize their genetic potential, um, that's what we'll do and I'll, I'll do my best to do it. Well, there you have it, folks. Mike Johnson from the Oregon State University, home of the Beavers. Mike, thank you so much for coming by. And it was so great to catch up with you. And I wish you best of luck, whatever comes your way in the future. Well, thank you. I hope we thank meet up again soon. Me too. <clears throat>
Well, thank you for listening today, folks. Uh, before we leave, I want to thank my awesome crew who made this possible. Kelly O'Hare, head writer and producer and manager. Chief editor, McKenna M. Co-host, Chance O. Content quality control, Danny LeClaire. And music producer, Prod by James. And everyone, I'll see you next time, folks. And I'm your host, Sean Hens. And remember, folks, your dream is out there, so... Go get it. <laughs>